Welcome to Talk Therapy CBT, a conversation about educating, helping, and connecting individuals to the world of psychology. This podcast is supported and produced by Inner Balance Psychology Center. I would also like to thank our sponsor, Dr. Alba Raffaella, psychologist and author of Breaking the Mirror, a story and guide on how to recognize and deal with narcissists, available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. I'm your host, Dr. Dawn Raffa, and joined with me today is my spectacular co-host, <laughs> Mr. Anthony Danner. It took me 37 episodes to get to be spectacular. I wanted to give you an adjective today. Just today? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know that I've been told that I look better in pictures? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I look better in pictures. I look better in pictures than I do in real life. <laughs> wow. That's quite an accomplishment. How would, how would you... How would you interpret that if somebody said that to you? Well, it's, would that be the textbook definition of a backhanded compliment? Maybe. it depends. Okay, look, it depends on the context in which it was delivered. It was so Dr. Rafa who said this to me, by the way, <laughs> boys and girls. No. Yes, she did. Um, yeah. I'm laying on the it couch and she's sitting, she's sitting next to me and she's playing with my hair and she's looking at me Stop lovingly. And then she says... You look better in pictures. And I'm like, that's, that's because, all right, wait, wait. You took a picture of us and I meant it as, oh, wow, you look good in this picture because I don't, I'm critical of myself in pictures for the most part. And I'm like, oh, you look better in pictures than I look in pictures. So it came out all wrong. So and I, just, I have this Photoshop app where when I take a picture, it automatically so just amazing. makes me look better than I really do. Mm -hmm. That's my secret. Some people may actually look better in pictures. Smoke and mirrors. Look, celebrities look better in pictures. Right. Well, right. I don't have a movie coming out anytime soon. <laughs> okay, so not all pictures. It was just that picture. Okay, so there are let's get pictures. to let's get to maybe you know what? There are so some so food for thought, we're going to do a show on being married to or dating a psychologist. And we I'll have just, some special guests that we're yes, gonna we invite. have I have a couple people it's in mind I'm going to invite to my, my It's gonna be a um panel. Yes. Okay, so anyway, today's episode, episode 37, and um, the title is going to be Act Like You Know, <laughs> which pertains to what, Dr. Rafa? So ACT is Acceptance Commitment Therapy, and it's not ACT. It's a misnomer to say that, so please don't say that. It's ACT, because it is action-oriented and behaviorally based. Do you want me to keep going or do you want to? Well, I, no, I think that's start a good start. Teaser. And yes, <laughs> and we have a couple of quotes. So based on what you uh, prepped me for on this show, and again, this is the whole process is me learning and you, the audience, learning with me, and then probably having to slow down for me while I still try to, you know, kind of compute what's being explained by Dr. Rafa. So bear with me. But I have a quote that I think works for ACT and to live is to suffer, to survive is to find meaning in the suffering. And that's by uh, Frederick Nietzsche. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Nietzsche. Um, well, that's a good quote. I didn't even know you were using that one. That's like, see, see how you were struggling with a quote and you came up with a better one than mine. I was sandbagging you. You were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you like to, you like to. I'm smarter than I look. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did somebody tell you that before? A lot of people have told me that before. <laughs> I'm smarter than I look, which maybe isn't a good thing. Oh wait, that was in Shutter Island. Oh, that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, quote. wait, wait, wait. That was our last show. You're smarter than you That look. was a hallucination that he was having in the cave with the woman. And she, oh, you're yeah. smarter than you look. That's probably not a good thing. Which I still don't yeah. know what she means. 
Right, and it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, it's like, like, I mean, all good-looking people look stupid. Yeah. It's another backhanded compliment, I guess. That's a stereotype. (laughs) You're beautiful and smart. Hmm. (laughs) I bet you Leo looks just as good as he does in pictures in real life, though. He probably does. Yeah. You wouldn't know, though. I would I, and I haven't met or maybe him. you do and you're not telling me something that I've met and I haven't met him no in LA I did think about going to the Viper room at a time when he frequented there in LA but I didn't go you know you know what that is right? yeah 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 you know or, I heard Joaquin Phoenix doesn't like to go there just <laughs> I would think it, he wouldn't, it's just no. yeah it's uh, not a, <laughs> not, not, a good not a good vibe for him it was small from the outside at least yeah all right so I love your quote do you want to interpret it or um, suffering well, you know, it goes, I mean, it's kind of correlates to, you know, Buddhism, right? And, yeah. and listen, you're going to suffer. Mm-hmm. So one, accept it. And more importantly, make it worth your while, make it worth something, you know? So find something that gives you meaning to suffer for and you'll be happier or you'll be less miserable. However, whatever mm-hmm. way you want to, you want to frame it. Yeah, exactly. Less suffering. Yeah, absolutely. So that is the premise of Buddhism or there's a lot of stuff in Buddhism, but like ACT is related and based on Buddhist tendencies or principles. So it's this idea of suffering. We have to accept it instead of fighting it, trying to get rid of it, because we try all these ways to get rid of it. And it's like the whack-a-mole type of thing. And it just keeps coming back. So learning how to live a life with less suffering is a valued, meaningful life. Amen. And what's your quote? All right. So mine is a a shorter quote. I had to look up this person. Your personal core values define who you are. And this is Tony H-S-I-C-H-ish. So, what's your name? Uh, yeah, what's your name? Tony. What's your name? What's your name? Sorry. Ugh, that we have a lot of inside jokes that we like to I share. I think a lot of people know that one, though. I don't know. Mm, maybe. Maybe. Depends on what generation may be listening to. Well, if you don't know, act like you know. Ah. Act like you know. <laughs> okay. We're, we're very giddy <laughs> tonight. All right. Personal core values define who you are. This person is an entrepreneur, Tony Hish, and I I think he founded Zappos. So his values are shoes, (laughs) making women happy with shoes. That's not a bad thing. Shoes are important. I love shoes. So our values define who we are. And I often ask people that question, like, what defines you? And it, it stumps people, you know, like, who are you? What's your identity? Who are you? Who are you? Who are like the song? Who are you? So ACT is very much about values as well, core values. And we talk a lot about that with therapy and also with core beliefs. So our quotes are relevant to our topic today. I, I was worried at first and then I kind of like the, the light bulb falling went on over my head and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. I, I picked up what you were laying down. So are you doing Q&A? Yes. Yeah, so I have some questions for you. All right, T. Well, so... But the core values were shoes. Core values are shoes. For? For this entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. I mean, he might have other things at years right. ago. But... Okay. Because I thought that was just Carrie Bradshaw, but it could be. <laughs> shoes, yeah. Okay. 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 Well, maybe that's a value for her. Or what's that guy's name? Mr. Big. No, um. No, no, no. Steve I'm Madden. S- Steve Madden. In the movie. We were always watching uh, yeah. A Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, yes, yes. Steve. That's going to be on. <laughs> I love the scene. Was that really Steve Madden? I don't know if it really was or not. Uh-huh. It very well could have been. Uh, who knows? I think that, I mean, his shoes are still around. Definitely not as popular as. Oh, again, that movie was out in like 2013 or something like that. The 90s and 2000s. Steve Madden. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill. Yeah. Talking. yeah, that's a great movie. All right. Too. Let's just start off with the basics. Here we go. What is ACT in a nutshell? I will try to just talk about it in a nutshell. Well, 
Like I mentioned, ACT is the third wave of psychology, and it was developed by Stephen Hayes around 1982. And what it is based on, it's a evidence-based treatment, and it is based on acceptance and mindfulness strategies, along with commitment and behavior change strategies to increase psychological flexibility. So basically what it is, is talking about or teaching people or patients to have a different relationship with their thoughts. So this idea of we're going to have these thoughts that pop into our mind, these thought bubbles of thoughts that it could be nasty thoughts, you're not good enough, you're terrible, you're disgusting, you're you're horrible. Particularly if you suffer from depression, if you suffer from anxiety, then it's a lot of the what if thoughts and the oh no. So instead of trying to eliminate them, get rid of them, erase them, ignore them, stop them. We embrace them. Okay. Hello, thoughts. I know you're going to be there. I'm not going to try to get rid of you. Um, You're going to be part of me. You're my friend. (laughs) You know, these thoughts are inevitable. They're automatic thoughts. So we can't you know, not think them. If we tell ourselves, don't think that way, guess what we do? Anthony, don't think of a white elephant. <gasps> I heard white elephant. It's in my head now. Now, now, is it cute? <laughs> cute little white elephant in your head. It's okay. Fuzzy. Now it's fuzzy. <laughs> That's funny. It wasn't fuzzy until you See? decided. You just keep, you psychologists have superpowers. You just make me think things and you just power suggestion. I read I your like mind. It. Like an anchor. In, you uh, make me think, you make me, th- you, you program my mind. You're like Professor X. Yes, I, I am sometimes. Do you remember an Anchorman too? When he's like, yes, reading my <laughs> you're a psychologist, you're reading your Oh reading God, your yes, the, the new boyfriend. Yeah, he was a psychologist, right? Yeah, he's a psychologist. Great, you're, great you're controlling me with your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try not to. I try to turn it I off. appreciate you not doing, yeah. using your, you're using your, and that's, that's also going to be <laughs> in the, in the show that's going to be coming up where we have the panel of boyfriends slash husbands who are involved with psychologists. And therapists, yeah. And therapists. That'll be interesting to see their perspective. We could also do a dating game version of that. Oh, well, I know we keep mentioning the newlywed game. Yes. A newlywed game, not well, dating game. Dating. Yeah, well, dating. dating. No, no, newlywed. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, but some people on the panel are not newlywed, so. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Like newlywed dating shortly game, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Okay. So now I lost my train of thought. You know why? Because we digress. Really, you were talking really well. about fuzzy elephants. Oh, so if I tell you not to think, thank you, sir. If I tell you not to think of something, then you're just going to keep thinking it. So instead of trying to fight this battle, you take off your gloves and you accept that these thoughts are going to be there. Now, we also do a values clarification. So what's important? There's always something important to everybody cares about something. So for instance, if someone's depressed, they might have those thoughts going through their mind. But where we talk with people about, all right, and can you have that thought and do something today that you care about and go for a car ride and go visit your family and Attach go it exercise? To something positive. Well, sort of. I mean, it's more like doing something meaningful. They, they kind of steer away from positive, negative. It's just this idea of what's working and what's not. Okay. So if I were to say, all right, you're having these thoughts and you're sitting on your couch and eating a pint of ice cream or a gallon of ice cream and watching, vegging out with TV shows, is that working for you? Most people would probably be like, no, it really isn't. Because like, why not? Well, I care about my health. All right. Well, how about if you have that thought next time, you go do something else that maybe is in line with your value of physical well-being. So, okay, what would that be? Obviously not running a marathon because that would be crazy. Going for a walk. Yeah, I was just going to say yes. Or maybe don't eat that ice cream. How about, yeah, I'll eat some carrots <laughs> instead. <laughs> but you know what I mean? So this idea of what's working, what's not working. I was just thinking carrots too. You did it again. I did? Stop carrots it. Carrots and stuff. Stop it. 
Yeah. Right before you said carrots, I was thinking carrots. Mm-hmm. You're controlling me with your mind. I like to. Well, look, it's better than, you know, that whole idea of the donkey, like the carrot and the stick, how you get the donkey to, to move donkey faster. Odie? No, an actual animal donkey. Oh. All right. Like I say I pack up my donkey and I want him to go across, go across the <laughs> desert. <laughs> you, bring, you bring a, a camel, not a donkey. What? All right, fine. Donkey. Donkey. Where do donkeys? For donkey. All right, fine. No donkey in a desert. Donkeys in a prairie? Yeah, it's fine. All right, whatever. Yeah, ravine. Is it better if I beat the the donkey and get him to move? It's animal cruelty. It is animal cruelty. I'm going to call authorities on you. Right, what's going to happen to that donkey? It might work to get him to move, but then he's going to be sad and he's going to be depressed and he's not going to be a good donkey. However, if I'm nice to him and give him a carrot, and he'll move along. Well, if you're really nice to him, you're going to stay up all night telling stories. And in the morning, I'm making waffles. Please stop it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next question. All right. Number two. So first of all, I want to ask you something. So evidence-based treatment. Mm-hmm. Big on evidence-based treatment. I say a lot, yeah. But, and again, I'm going rogue here because this is a question I just came up with. So Mm-mm. don't mean to throw you a curveball. Thanks. Are there, well, we're keeping it 100, yo. So- are there any non-evidence-based treatments that people... Yeah. Okay, really? Are they effective? Are they any good? No. <laughs> Why do people so. do that? Because they don't care. Well, my God, that's just insanity. It's like evidence-based treatment. Well, we had treatment. our whole weird show. Remember that? Well, we're getting this parachute, but we don't know if it's going to work. <laughs> Knock yourself, okay, you know, I'm going to beat with this. I'm going to be the guinea pig, really? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's why. Well, look, psychology is, you know, a soft science, right? It's not like you can't really have true cause and effect with people and human behavior. It all varies, right? Okay. Right. There's always correlations sure. involved. So the best we can do is come up with treatments that work. <laughs> or that this has been proven to work. It's shown to work. It's yeah. shown. It, it, yeah, it's, in lots yeah. of studies and, and, and experiments and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I mean, sure, there are people out there <laughs> that don't do evidence-based treatment. They just wing it. Yeah. I think you're just going to, maybe you should just do this. Is that going to work? I don't know. They wing it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. How does ACT differ from CBT? Well, I use both a complement ACT with CBT and ACT can be um, used complementary with many different evidence-based treatments and theoretical orientations. So it differs in the sense that CBT clinicians want you to notice your thoughts and catch your thinking and elicit automatic thoughts, but they want you to check challenge, change the thinking, right? And like using the Socratic method, is there evidence for this thought? You know, like the thought record questions, you go through those, like what's the worst can happen? The best can happen? What what evidence do we have? The thought is true. How much do you believe the thought? ACT clinicians are like, nope, it doesn't matter if the thought is right or wrong. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, we don't care if it's right or wrong. We don't care if it's true or not true. Is it working? Is it helpful? No. All right then we're just going to ignore it. They're just not ignore it. We're just going to notice that thought and keep doing what we care about. So instead of trying to refute it and change it and challenge it, you know, and all that, do that work, which by the way, does work um, too, but not for everything. So this is more of a, okay, I noticed that that thought is there, but I'm just going to accept that it's there and then just keep doing what I'm doing and moving forward with my purposeful life. And it's not forget about it, but ignore it the best you can. No, it's not ignoring it. Okay. But, but just focus more on these other thoughts. Nope. (laughs) It's hard to explain. Yeah. It's Yeah. And they're very, very uh, specific with you're not ignoring. So, okay. You're not paying as much attention. How about that? 
How about we say that? Yeah, you're you're just maybe yeah. Like I mean, we're, you're not like hooking in. They call it hooking. Hooking, like hooking into it or yeah, unhooking. buying into it. Right, you're not hooking into this thought and buying into it and believing it a hundred percent. Don't believe the hype. Right, you don't believe it. You just let it float by on the stream or the clouds. But the key is noticing it's there and not being mad at it or getting rid of it or having automatic thoughts about your automatic thoughts. So it's learning to relate differently to the thoughts. You just said and don't have automatic sense. thoughts to your automatic thoughts. You have automatic thoughts about your automatic thoughts. Yeah, people can do Showtime that. Showtime got shows. <laughs> Showtime got shows, right? Okay. <laughs> Next question. Mm-hmm. How is ACT helpful? In which specific disorders is it helpful? Okay. It's helpful because it's action-oriented. And I love using it because, like I said, everybody has goals, right? Everybody has something they care about. And it's a way to help convince people to do stuff they don't, you know, don't want to do. So I've mentioned before with anxiety disorders, the evidence-based treatment, especially for OCD, social anxiety disorder, even panic disorder is exposure therapy. So trying to convince someone to do an exposure that they want to avoid, you can bring in values and say, all right, look, I know you don't want to do this thing. (laughs) You don't want to not touch the doorknob eight times or put your hand in dirt. But because you care about your well-being, because you care about your family and the spirit of your values, you will do something tough. You'll do it anyway. So it's moving people forward, even if they have, even this works for, um, well, there's act, act for love, act with love. So there's a lot of act books. Is it act with love? It's a couple's therapy book that I read. And there's also protocol out there for psychosis. It works for anxiety disorders. It works for major depressive disorder. It works for most everything. I'd say kids can use it with children, you know? So starting today, how can I apply act skills in my life? Well, you can drop the anchor. Okay. How so? (laughs) Well, you can notice your thoughts. Oh, you can thank your mind. Thank you, mind. Thank you, mind, for having that thought. Or you can tell yourself, my mind is having this thought. Not me. It's not me. It's my mind. You are not your mind. You aren't your mind. You aren't. So that's why I don't Who are you? (laughs) Who are you, right? Who are you? Well, I mean, it's note again, relating differently to your thoughts and just dropping the anchors is one of the techniques of like, okay, what am I feeling right now? What am I doing? So it's mindfulness in the moment. And it's just learning, like I said, how to relate differently to your thoughts. We can practice later. Okay. We'll drop our anchors later. Okay. Let's do that. (laughs) I have a game. Of course you do. I want to play a game. So these are psychological questions. Great. That are tells about a person. Mm-hmm. So here are some questions. What can you learn about individuals by how they answer these questions? Okay. Okay. Dr. Rafa has no idea what I've these not, questions are. I have not seen them. All right. If I were to ask you or ask, if I ask a person, would you open an envelope that has the date of your death inside? What can you learn about that person in how they answer it? Whether it's either way. Mm-hmm. The first thing that comes to mind specifically with that one is the anxious person, the controlling person that would need to know the day that they die because the fear of the unknown is just too unbearable. Now, the person who doesn't want to know, I assume, doesn't want to be bogged down with the, I got to get everything done by that date. I mean, I don't, I don't think I want to know. I would just like worry up until that date, I imagine. Right? Like, I would want to know, but I wouldn't do it because it's, it, it, you, you would just torture. You, you're just, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess it just kind of, I just think about like, it gives you an idea of like, obviously what kind of person that is like. Or what, what their, you know. I guess their level of, is it called, um, what'd you call it? Fatalism? Fatalism, fatalism, am I saying that word right? Fatalism, yeah, I think so. Uh And their attitude toward life in general, maybe. 
depends what you do with it. Like, okay, say someone's like, okay, it's like 10 years from now. Oh my gosh, I want to get like all of this stuff done, my bucket list. I know it's going to be that day. Does it tell you how? <laughs> oh my gosh, it just tells you the date of your death. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I what I might do with that information. I would freak out. Okay, but the day before, I'm writing a oh my gosh. bunch of checks that I know are going to bounce, and I don't care. <laughs> and I'm yeah. gonna, I mean, Depends. You can yeah. be facetious with yeah, it. Yeah, man. I'm yeah. going to stop paying all my debts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or get all your affairs in order. Yes, that's the responsible thing to do. This one, I, I think I have a pretty good idea, but I want to get your take on it. So would you be friends with yourself? <laughs> First of all, would you be a friend with yourself, Dr. Rafa? Would you want you as a friend? Yes. <laughs> okay. You knew my answer to that, right? Because of course, because, because my, okay. <laughs> I'm getting looks. Yeah. Um, we, need, we need to do a live live one so we could people can see a live one yeah you can see my the daggers that you shoot at me oh like a video in the rap yes in, in oh, Dr. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean a live one this is live obviously but i mean yeah oh with video. moving pictures well we might work up to videos but then we have to do hair and makeup and all that stuff right? and that's just me it is because <laughs> i don't i because if it's not a photograph i'm not gonna look good no, you might not look good no no we need a lot of hair and makeup for me <laughs> How about we just put, I'll just put a bag over my head with like two holes. <laughs> Not a picture or I'll just stand still. It'll be like a picture. Don't move. You look fine. An avatar. Why would you want yourself as a friend? This is a good little thing to ask, ask yourself and each other. And then, you know, maybe, you know, talk about it. All right. So I'm humble. I try to be very humble um, in this point of my life that I know I have flaws and I, I do admit them. Sometimes, right? You do. Okay. I think that I use all my psychology skills to be empathetic and to be helpful and to be kind and to be supportive. I think I'm fun. I do impromptu things <laughs> at the last minute. I think I'm loyal. I think I. You're not wrong so far. You're, you're on I'm, the I'm okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that I am good at helping people make decisions without telling them what to do. Just like, okay, well, what do you think is a good idea? Whichever you decide. Well, you think that you're bossy, but you're not. I I know bossy and you're not, you're (laughs) not that, but, but you're, but you're aware that maybe you could be perceived as such. So that's why you give the, listen, I don't mean to be bossy or if you want to give advice and you really just, I can't sit on this anymore. You start off with, Listen, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just giving you my advice and I can't bite my tongue anymore. I just got to say, but so you set it up with that. I do. And then, I you respect- take, and then you say at the end, take it, take it, yep. uh, you know, for what it's worth, right? Right. Or I respect people's autonomy and free will. I think that I'm good. I'm a good leader. I'm a firstborn. So I'm good at planning things and being organized and responsible. Another thing I like about you, <laughs> no, this, yeah. and this is why, you know, a great characteristic that I love about you is you will listen to criticism, which is something very, very difficult. Again, only certain people. So you listen to my criticism and again, we're in a relationship. So that's a good thing. But is that a, is that a secret? You gave me <laughs> no. this look like, it, like that people hadn't picked up on that by now. Come I on. I think so. Jeez. Try to catch up. Episode I love it when people like ask you, so they still guys, do. Are you guys dating? Yeah. And it's Who like, is this guy? it's like a big, Who is this? is this okay. your brother? Somebody asked me if I was your brother or you were my brother. Ew. <laughs> Okay, Cersei. <laughs> All right. So, God. But, but, um, okay. So getting back to what I was saying, you take criticism well with me, mm-hmm. not about everybody else, no, but no, no, but you, I but do. you will, you will. Okay. Let me see what you're saying. Let me think about it. Mm-hmm. You know what? And, and like, you know, you're like, you, you call yourself out, 
on things that, you know, if, if it makes sense. And again, you're open-minded in that regard. But I mean, you're not just going to say, oh yeah, you're right to anybody, but you have a good argument or a good- Right, well, I mean, I obviously like most people, like I can still get defensive and I'm, I'm hot-headed. I am 50% or 48% Italian. Right. <laughs> so I can be hot-headed for sure. I think I would, I mean, I don't Does that know. mean I'm I, gonna, I, would I would be more hot-headed because I'm more Italian than you? Right. I had to throw that in there. I know you have to, I know. We know your percentage, I know. All right. Well, would you be friends? Let me ask. Would you be friends with yourself? With me? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. But yeah. I would get on my nerves. I know. Yeah. But there's a lot of th- there's small doses. Yes. Yeah. But I I could be like. Yeah, you can get. I call you five times. I would be like, okay, this guy doesn't. Bother, <laughs> he's bothering me. No, because if I you like somebody, sense. I like somebody, and it's like, hey, just hang out some more. Oh, oh my you'd god, be, you'd be a clingy friend. I'd be a little bit clingy. I can would be clingy, you? and I know that yeah. about myself. Yes. So yeah. I, I would be like, okay. You're passionate. You're intense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, no, but I really like you. But it's like, you're fun. You're fun. Yeah. Hey, listen, I remember I, what was your name when I met you? What's that? Remember what I said about you when I met you? Um, You said. <laughs> you said. You said. <laughs> when I told my friend, I was like, he's the funny guy. Oh, that's right. I was the funny guy you're when you were talking guy. to your sister about me. Yeah. And my friend. What's with the funny guy? Have you talked to him lately? Funny guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're optimistic. You have a very good sense of humor. But I would, but I know I would take advantage of myself. You would? Because I have put myself out there. Like, oh, like, so, you would, yeah. You so, would be too nice. I would, so, yeah, I am, too, nice I am too nice. No, and, and I would use me. Yeah. So, listen, hey, you buddy, you? can you do me a favor? Oh, you can would. you go? And, but no, because I do for people and to a fault. And, and right. I know that about myself. But the dark side, <laughs> the shadow <laughs> of myself would be like, hmm, this guy's a mark. Me? I can make him do a bunch of crap for me. <laughs> hey, listen, we all have that side. I no, have I know that. that. Yeah. So I have ulterior motives and I can be manipulative if I need to be, you know? No. Right? To get yeah. my way? Yes. I like to get my way. And Don't, doesn't everybody? Yeah, I like what people. I know, I know, I know, you know. But I'm persistent. Yeah. And I'm not patient. No. No. <laughs> My dad said that to me once. Yeah. You know, you're not patient. I'm like, yes, I know that. Well, you're the oldest. Well, you want, you want things done. Well, yeah, you want to get things so. accomplished. Right. And I'm very independent and I want to do things the way that I want to do things. I like certain See, things. See, this is a good game, right? See? Yeah. This is fun. This is a good. Uh, Everybody's learning a lot about themselves. If you could see a measuring scale above people's heads, <laughs> what would you want this scale to measure? <laughs> oh my gosh. There's so many options. That's a good one. That's deep. Hey, wow. so <laughs> if you guys want to, you know, write in or email, that's that, what, what would you want your measuring scale to oh. show above people's heads? So there was this show. Hold on, let me say. Gosh, what was it called? And Black they put they, they put some, wait, real quick. They put some examples. Their status in society, their level of happiness, mm-hmm. their wealth, etc. Go ahead. Sorry. So let me just say before I answer that question, because I have to think about what I would choose carefully. Um, there was a show called Black Mirror. It was a British series, I believe on Netflix, which actually you might really like. And there was an episode where you could see people's meters of, and it measured their value, basically. Like their their credit score was it, like everything was in there, like their wealth, their credit score. And the higher the number, the better, you know, they were. It was so weird. You can just see everybody's numbers. I don't think I'd want to do that, really. All right. So I want to, all right. Mm. <laughs> Intelligence, kindness. I would want to see, but the, I would, a kindness, but I would see the, op, I want to see the opposite. I'd want to see how, how much devious. hatred and, and, and. How devious the dark How devious side. or the, yeah. So that oh, way I know to stay the hell away from meter. you. 
Yeah. If they're ha- their Sith level. You know, with like my kids, like, Sith. guys, guys, guys keep, keep walking, keep walking. You know? Oh, wow. That'd be cool. Okay. And that would help you in, in okay. sessions yeah. <laughs> when they walk in the room and you're, oh God. I don't want this person. What is, what's wrong? Nothing, nothing. Yeah. I see your levels. Yeah. <laughs> you're toxic. I'm going to charge a triple right now. Yeah. <laughs> I got my work cut out for me. Yeah. Well, I try to veer towards like kindness and, you know, that kind of thing. I, guess, I wouldn't care about status. I wouldn't care about No, no, obviously. But that, but that's just to show, I guess, what people, it, what people their values and priorities them. are, how they answer that question, right? Mm-hmm. All right. What do you do differently from other people? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, well, I, I don't want to like, who are we comparing to? Other people. other people what do you do differently from other people i know there are categories there are your colleagues there are people professional there's your family so i know you you know right you might categorize that a bit or no i'm very ambitious okay and tenacious and driven and i don't know who you know depending on who we we are talking about so i I would say well let me answer that question for you because i think i might have okay you don't let other people do things for you you don't want them to and you don't like them to (laughs) right because nine times out of ten you're going to do a better job than what they did yes okay yeah and i also do what i want to do most of the time like for instance (laughs) i mean in a good way all right like (laughs) in in a good way no no like okay i really want to go to the beach i want to go do that i really want to go to the pool i really want to go shopping today i really want to take a class okay i'm going to do that like i just am very intentional no but that's a that's a positive thing because how often do people i wish i could do this because then i'd be happy then go do it and just go 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 be happy you give yourself the permission to be happy well i think i live by my values i really do like things that i am happy in all aspects of my life and like the things i want to do i have my planner and well there's something to be said about not hating yourself and i think that's very well it took me a long time to get to this place not i never hated myself but just get to a place no i'm hating is a strong word but like i say you know like why do you hate yourself and don't give yourself moments like that like self-care Right. Yeah, I definitely do that. You know, I do that. All my appointments for self-care. Yes. I don't rag you on that, but you just rag yourself. And no, it's like, I don't. yeah, no. you do. You're like, I know I always no. do this and that. I'm like, I, no, I, no, I practice what I preach. No, and I, it's good. I talk with patients about that and I do it. So I guess that's different than other people. I don't know. Depends who we're comparing to. If your partner never finds out that you accidentally cheated on them, would you tell them about it? Ooh, oh, this is, this is a good do. question for the newlywed game. If you accidentally cheated, how do wait, you accidentally Wait, wait, no, did it say accidentally? Oh, that's a terrible question. Yeah, it says accidentally. Okay. That, what? What do like you mean? You were, like I, you were date raped? Okay, yeah, that's uh, like- Like you were roofing? Yeah, yeah, no, oh, that's that's a stupid question. question. I'm going to disregard that question because obviously that wouldn't happen. And if it did happen, you know, we wouldn't be together. So if okay. we, either one of us did, did it to each other. So that's that's a that's a dumb question. Wait, I got more. Wait, I should have proofread that one before I said it. I see that. I'm not even reading these, see, people? See? That you, one's. You need to pause that one. I should have. Yeah, maybe. Don't say should. Don't should all over. Okay. Do you ever get the feeling that you're being watched? No. Do you ever get the feeling that the current day has been repeated a hundred times? I have had deja vu, but not a hundred times. I get. I do get feelings of wow. I feel like I've done this before or whatever, but not like the entire day, Groundhog Day. But certain aspects of it are familiar. By the way, the last question, it says the answer indicates a person's moral standards and their attitude towards other people. I think we both answered that question great because the word accidentally is just, it's, 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 it's a moral. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a it's Take a it's a, it's a farce. Yeah. Okay. That last question. Um, understand how a person lives their life and whether their life is meaningful to them or not. I'm supposed to be answering these questions on what it means about a person. I'm kind of answering about myself. Well, no, I like it. It's both. All right. All right. Go ahead. So we find out what it means about you. Reveals. We're learning about you, doctor. The big reveal. Yes. Go ahead. I didn't read. I wasn't listening. Do you want me to tell you what it means about you no, or no, anybody? No. Or next question. No. What is there? Did you say a question? No, do you, okay, the, the hundred times a day thing oh, is oh, supposed to help help you understand how a person lives their life and whether their life is meaningful to them or not. So oh, I guess if you say all the time, it's like you're repeating yourself. In a good way? I guess, I don't, I would say no, but I mean, we all have deja vu. I don't care who you are. You always feel like you're kind of doing some repetitive things in your life. It. Like, oh, this is a positive feeling and this reminds me of another time or I feel like I've done this before. Well, I mean, with your profession and your life, I mean, first of all, I mean, it's like different patients and I mean, nothing's ever really the same. It's all, it's just all, I mean, some things are similar sometimes, but not, you know, it's always, Mm-mm. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm agreeing. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. It's not the same, right? Deja vu doesn't really happen that often. Well, that's not the deja vu part. Deja vu to me is like a feeling that people say, oh, I've had this feeling. Oh yeah. Or, okay. Okay. I don't know if it's like an ominous thing or familiar or nostalgic. Okay. This one's a good one. If women and men lived on two different planets, what would happen to both of these planets? So I'm supposed to answer this as to what does it mean about a person, how they answer this? Yes. Yeah. Do that instead. Okay. Well, obviously how they feel about men and women and gender, gender roles and relationships and whether they believe in procreation, I guess. How would the planets exist? Is that what it said? It says- like if it was like- here, you can understand whether the person is inclined to stereotypical thinking right. or how, yeah, or how logical they are. Yeah. So like Wonder Woman lived on an all female island. Right? Well, I would say the men planet wouldn't last long because they would blow each other up and fight. Like or- Lord of the Flies? Yeah. It'd be, yeah. It'd be Lord of the Flies, you know, times 10 because they're men. You think the women would out, would outlive the men? I th- because well, women are more relational, generally speaking. So they would rely on each other for shared responsibility maybe yeah there'd be a lot of not a catty backstabbing going on there true 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 there's jealousy uh, you know who, of, who you has know. the better outfits uh, yeah and the better shoes all right if happiness was money what would your job be how how so by how somebody answers this what can you say or determine about them well what their definition of success is and how much money, like, would they answer like an engineer, a billionaire, an entrepreneur, doctor, a lawyer, or would they say, you know, like some other profession, I guess, where you're paid less supposedly, right? Yeah. I mean, if, if, first of all, I mean, it, yeah, it's in the happiness, if happiness was money. So right well, there, it says- depending it, on how, oh, I want so much of that. I want to have, you know- And person's money. hopes and dreams and um, what they oh. feel like they're missing in life, if, if anything at all. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And that's it. Really? That's it, huh? That's the last question. That was kind of fun. It was. Different. It was. It I was just randomly came across this. This was off of, I'll tell you where to find it if you want to look at, look at these questions again. It was a free Bright flow. side. Nine psychological questions that will help you read anyone. Which is, by the way, probably not evidence-based. Of course it's not. Just some Google. But it was fun. It is fun. It's prompting. Yeah. It's just prompts. It's just, yeah. And it's just like, prompts what if fun. questions? You know, it's just, mm-hmm. hey, uh, three wishes. Okay. You know. So we have to pick something this weekend that we value. 
that we value. We're in a live value, valued weekend, aren't we? Do something in line with our values this weekend. Remember? Gay? <laughs> <laughs> well, say, say what? We're, go, we're going back to the value conversation. Like we, we're living a meaningful, purposeful life. And I said, what are we going to do this weekend? We're That's going to the life. beach. Yes. Yes. Because we both value the beach with all my new equipment. So you. <laughs> with you, my wagon. My new well, wagon. no, you said we can go to LBI, which is telling me we're going to LBI. <laughs> When you say, when you text me, <laughs> we can go to LBI this weekend. Okay. That's me being boss. That's just you. That's your, that's your passive aggressive bossiness it's coming not. out of you. No, <laughs> no, it's an, I, that is not my intention. That sounds like fun. Okay. LBI sounds great. No, I'm saying it's an option because you know why? Cause I forgot about LBI until I went there last weekend and remembered it was fun. And even though, you know, I prefer. But telling me we can do that means we can do anything. <laughs> we can also we, get we on just, plane and go to Paris. Instead of saying, hey, I was just at LBI this past weekend with my sister. It was it. so much fun. I think you would enjoy it. Would you consider going to LBI this weekend? Because we were going to go to Ocean City. Do you want me to text all that? Oh, God. <laughs> now, I don't want, to hurt, want you to hurt your thumbs. God forbid. <laughs> yes, I know you read into my texts. <laughs> <laughs> Words of affirmation is yes. my love language. That's right, darling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I think uh, enough. I think we've had enough today. I think you guys have had enough today. You probably want more, but that's all you're getting today. <laughs> so it's very important to define your values and to live a meaningful life. And even if you have a diagnosis of, you know, um, a panic disorder, social anxiety disorder, and major depressive disorder, like there's still ways you can have a meaningful life and not just be miserable. So that's what ACT is about. It's uh, it's awesome. It works well for many people. People love it. Even kids, I do the ACT values exercise with them and they really like it. So look into it. The book that I would recommend that is very user-friendly is The Happiness Trap by Russ Harris. He also has a course, which is not too expensive if you want to go further with it. Um, I think it's thehappinesstrap.com online when I'm doing currently, just to add in some more stuff to be able to give patients more skills and more worksheets and stuff like that. So it's really funny and he's great at explaining some of these like difficult concepts. So check it out. What's his name? Russ Harris. I think he's actually from, so I was- Sounds like a fake name. It does. Yeah. Dr. Russ Harris, actually. So you know what? So I'm watching these videos sometimes in the car. Well, not watching, but listening. But he said that um, he, was, he was like making fun of himself or something with an accent because he has an accent. I thought he was Australian because I thought his stuff's from Australia, but he said he was from Liverpool. Oh. Beatles. Aren't the Beatles from Liverpool? Yeah. What, yeah, so, what was that? I like them. That was, that sounded German. <laughs> yeah. So now I like Okay, him. Helga. Yeah. Well, that's, that's Viking. What? Now I like him. That show's supposed to be good, Vikings. You were watching? <sighs> we talk about Somebody this. told me about this a long time ago. And, oh, you like Game of Thrones? Yeah, you, you love like Vikings. Thrones, you and, like Vikings, right? Yeah. We have a list that I, we have to get through. Well, now you have to see Fury because you told me before the podcast that you've never seen Fury. I want to say I didn't. I mean, I could have. And- at some point, because I forget. You have a very good memory for movies and characters. Yeah, only the important stuff. See where it's gotten me? <laughs> it's gotten you far in life. I'm aspects. the creative consultant on this yeah. podcast. Hey, so that's somewhere. Your creative consultant. <laughs> it is somewhere. Your creative director. No, no. <laughs> so, creative director. Yeah, I'm like Bill Murray and Caddyshack. Yo, so I got that going for me. <laughs> you got that going for you. Add it to your resume. Didn't I get you business cards? No, I have to add Yes. What did it say? Creative consultant? <laughs> I have to add that. A creative consultant. You want consultant? CC? Yes. 
You want CC? No, I no because people won't know what the CC means. I'll put so, that after your creative name. Creative consultant. No, you know what? I'll come up with. You'll come up with a better title. Creative consultant Jedi or something. Master. <laughs> Master. Yeah. Master class. Master of creativity. Isn't that in um? What's that? Uh, Master of none. No, there's like levels of uh, the Tom Cruise religion. What is it? Scientology. Yeah, isn't there like a? Oh, is there? Master class seven or something oh. like that. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Yeah. We'll give you a time. We'll come up. You know what? You should come up. Why don't you just do like, like L. Ron Hubbard did, come up with your own religion. Yeah. Have like this, you know. Yeah, why not? Oh, I don't want to call it a religion. Don, Don, Dononomics. Yeah. Okay. I think our coffee is working, right? Because we're like, you had four shots of espresso, all three and a half because you haven't finished it. Yeah, so you can imagine. If you had four. <sighs> if you had four. Mm-hmm. And I had my um, oat milk latte, which they actually did a good job. It wasn't too hot? When it cooled down, it was enjoyable. <laughs> All right. We're at 49 minutes, sir. Ooh, you guys got the bonus. Mm-hmm. I want to go get some sweet treats. Let's go get some dessert. All right. Desserts. Fine. Fine. You convinced me. All right. Ready? Okay. Sign off. Are you sure you don't want to do it? Do you even know it? Do I? Do you even know the sign off? Oh, God. I don't know. Um, no, I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not even gonna, Man, I was going to try to wing it. And I, I have it committed to memory. As always, thanks for listening to our show. Catch all of our episodes and more at www.innerbalancepsychology.com or talktherapycbt.com. Email us if you have any questions at info at innerbalancepsychology.com. And remember to stop it and give yourself a chance. Thank you.